Aloha and mahalo. I want to reach out on behalf of our good friend Jason from Hawaii about the devastation of the wildfires in, in Maui and, and share with you the Maui Strong Fund. You can make a real impact in the lives of those affected by this disaster. Maui Strong Fund is your chance to help Maui community. It's facing the challenge of wildfires. Saw some of the footage on the news. You can donate any amount to the Maui Strong Fund. You know, just giving, you're becoming a crucial part of their uh, resilient community. Your contribution will help provide vital resources. 100% of the proceeds go to supporting uh, victims of the Maui wildfires. So if that's something you want to do, please reach out. Go to hawaiicommunityfoundation.org and donate to the Maui Strong Fund. Uh, We'll put a link in the show notes that you can do so. Uh, Mahalo and uh, share if you're able uh, to support uh, Jason and the other other folks in Hawaii that are suffering from these wildfires. Holler when you're all set, homie. I'm ready, dude. I've been ready. You didn't sound confident, so I'm just assuming you weren't actually ready. And when you're actually ready, give me a holler. I'm hollering. Ready. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 844. For Cummings, coming out August the 15th and August the 16th. I almost said April, but that was way long ago. This month, yeah, this yeah, year, yeah. is heading towards the end, Drew. But before Drew and I get to what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, what you got for me today, Drew? Well, um, Professor Allen has reached out and said that his new Ooh. favorite segment is um, ChatGPT versus Kyle. Yes, and yes. That uh, you know, keep you hang and, and hang in there, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. 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 Our robot overlords have uh, shown me that. Uh, they and I do not think the same always. <laughs> um, so this one, um, you got to get four of these. Ooh, to, to you don't be get self-respect. Four, I love them, my family. If you don't get four or five of these, okay. Like uh, I don't know that you can be on the show anymore. No. no okay. No. So okay. Um, cracking so fingers. Hold on. There we go. Right, right. This is this is the top ten most valuable comics ever. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yes. So, what are the top ten most valuable comics? Um, Detective Twenty Seven. Detective Twenty Seven is number two, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um. Action Comics One. Action Comics is number one. Action Comics One is number one, Kyle. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, I've got these. one and two. You got one and two. Batman 1. Batman 1 is number 5, Kyle. Hmm. Let's see here. Come on, Kyle. What is going on? Uh, 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 Do you have a stroke? No, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep with the tops. I'm just trying to think in an order. You notice, you notice who's on the side with the answers, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Come on, like, these are so easy. In the How chat can, GPT uh, versus human games, who yeah. who has the answers in front of them and who gets blinded? 
<laughs> um, do we have Spider-Man number one? Well, kind of. What would be Spider-Man's first appearance? Okay, well, sorry. Amazing Fantasy 15. Yes, that is number three. Yeah. So you have Action, Detective, Amazing Fantasy, and Superman number one. Yeah. Those are one, two, three, and four. Okay. So, um, so as of late, we've gotten a lot. Uh, I'm trying to think. Okay, so the big dogs. So probably Iron Man, which is Tales of Suspense. I can't no. remember what. No. No? No. Hulk number one? Uh, Incredible Hulk number one, the first Prince of the Hulk, is the number ten. Here we go. Yes. Yeah, so good job. Hmm. Tales of Suspense, the first appearance of Iron Man, is rank 12. 12, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Let's see. I'm trying to think Flash. You've already, you've already redeemed yourself. You've got I, half uh, of them. one. So, and I can't remember where Captain America came well, from. Let me give you a little hint, because you said Detective 27. Yeah. So whose first appearance is that? Detective 27. It's Batman's first appearance. So also then on this list should be Batman number one, right? Batman number one, yeah. Yes, yeah. You didn't say Batman number one. I'm assuming you were you just overlooked it because you said Superman right. number one. So that is number five. Okay, 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 yeah. okay. Excellent. Now the now number six, seven, eight, um, are difficult, and I don't think you're going to get them. Number nine, you might. Um, so I'll give you a few more guesses before I uh, put you out of your business. X-Men number one is number nine. Good there we job. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Six, seven, and eight. Going to be a challenge. Uh, Flash one? K- kind of. Yeah. Flash Flash Comics number one from 1940. I'm sure you weren't thinking that. But <laughs> it's the golden that's, age. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's ranked number seven. Yes. I was actually I was thinking the first period, the flat the flash number one but that works that I inadvertently yeah. backed into that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna give you that one. Um I don't Fantastic Four. Fantastic four number one is um thirteen. It's outside the top ten. And yeah, that's all I got. Okay, so we've got um, something called All American Comics, number 16, from 1940, which is the first appearance of the Green Lantern. Okay. And that's probably also a Golden Age Green Lantern, right? Yeah. And then we have Marvel Comics, number one, from 1939. Uh, it's the very first comic published by Timely Comics, and is late that was later known as Marvel Comics. It became Marvel Comics. So it's oh, Marvel's first comic ever printed. So Didn't even think Mar- of that. Yeah, yeah, th- those are very rare comics, so tough to get. Um, so Avengers number one was eleven. You said Tales of Suspense thirty nine, which was first Iron Man thirty nine, okay, twelve. Yeah. Yes, um, Fantastic Four. You said at thirteen. Daredevil was fourteen. Uh, oh, showcase wow. number share, showcase number four, which is the first appearance of the Silver Age Flash, and launches. Um, the Silver Age um, from 1956, I guess. Um, that is 15. Um, they have Detective. ChatGPT has Detective 359, the first appearance of Batgirl 
as the 16th oh, come valuable on. comic no there is of no all time. Way. Yes. So I don't know what happened there. Glitch in the Matrix. Um, at rank 17, it has Tales to Astonish 27, the first appearance of Ant-Man. Um, it has I Journey, I Journey into Mystery, number 83, the first appearance of Thor, Thor. Yeah. Uh, as the 18th most valuable. Um, it has Showcase 22 from 1959, the first appearance of the Silver Age Green Lantern, which is Hal Jordan. <laughs> and then it, it says that uh, number 20 is Batman Adventures number 12, the first appearance of Harley Quinn. So also probably a reach because there's no Hulk 181 on here, which mm-hmm. would would be more than um, Batman Adventures. Yeah. And more than Detective. Uh, 359 and um, so yeah there there it, it has some errors but you did pretty good Kyle I got my half dozen so I'm good to go yeah you did not get whiffed so very That's all the matters yes my Last... my nerd cred was on the line <laughs> it was it was good yeah it was gonna be it's gonna be touch and go we had to put a classified ad out for <laughs> new hosts it would have been really sad um, been like know. those searching for bassist. Yeah, Thanksgiving would have been really uncomfortable. <laughs> so how how are the how are the listeners? If they have they said anything? Do they do they ask them? No, okay. <laughs> no. Uh, you need a guest host? No, we're good. Thank you. <laughs> we're fine. Got somebody without vacation days. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Feel this guy named George. He's completely unemployed. Does nothing but the podcast. He doesn't, he doesn't have any vacation days, and he takes a lot of vitamins. So Yeah, you know, yeah exactly. Really I coughed once. I haven't heard it. That's the world's perfect co-host. <laughs> Kyle, I've got the solution to our dreary, dreary evenings. We can, um, we can, we can pop a little magic mind and Ooh. get a little pick-me-up and, and still, still go to sleep. Just enough to give us some, some clarity of mind. Uh, a, a little creativity, get the creative juices flowing. Maybe give you one or two before the podcast, you know, <laughs> to really focus you in. Uh, you you fall asleep during one podcast, and all of a sudden that's your problem. Uh-huh. But yeah, absolutely. The worst thing you want to do is you know brew a pot of coffee at middle of the night right before a podcast. <laughs> yeah, then you're up the entire evening. What you need is good, sustained energy, clarity of mind, not you know a jolt of caffeine that hurts yeah. your body and all these things. Absolutely. And uh magic mind uh, does all that stuff and has that. Uh, okay. Matcha. I want to talk about matcha. Drew. Okay. All right. The the green vegetable matcha, that, that, that buzzword, that superfood. I didn't think I'd like matcha. I uh-huh. am starting to like matcha. And that's one of the big key ingredients here is that, that, uh, that lovely green superfood that has the benefits of all the, uh, uh, keeping you going. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it, it's cool stuff. It, it's pricey. Uh, mm-hmm. Matcha is, but they stick it in this uh, with, with some great other ingredients, all natural stuff. Um, so, but you, you can get it through us with our code. So we want you to check out this magic mind elixir. Check this out. It is, Go to magicmind.co slash comicsfunprofit. And elixir really is the perfect word for it. It's a nice little elixir. It's very yes, cool. for sure. If you feel you want to try this out, go to magicmind.co slash comicsfunprofit. 
and use our code, you can get um, 20% off uh, of an initial one-time purchase or up to 56% off of a subscription. So if this sounds good to you, go to magicmind.co slash comicsfunprofit and use our code CFP. You can get up to 50%, 56% off your subscription for the next 10 days with the code CFP. Or you can just use that discount code CFP at magicmind.co slash comicsfunprofit to get 20% off a one-time purchase. Just to sample, dip your toe, check it out. Uh, last week we did DC's catalog, DC Connect. Yeah. And, and now we're going to do Images catalog because it's so cool and it's right next to DC's on the lunar site. This so, is what, issue two of uh, Image, yeah. Image's new independent catalog? Yeah. Which, um, did we ever figure out if this thing is printed? It's not, is it? It's just digital. I am, I am unaware. I've never seen it laying around anywhere. And um, so I, th- I don't think it is. But we've got a little um, monster on the cover. We've got Dracula on the cover. Yeah, we've got Universal Monsters, Dracula number one. So apparently the Universal license being uh, used by Image here in these regards. But that's not as where we're going to start. We're going to start with Hack and Slash, back to school number one from your boy, Tim Seeley. Was my boy, but it's not. But He's handed the reins yep, over exactly. to Zoe Thorogood, my mm-hmm. girl, yep. from Journey to the Center of the Earth. No, what is it? It's Lonely at the it's Center of the Earth. It's Lonely at the Center of the Earth. And uh, she did Rain. Really liked that. Um, so she's she's um, got she had five Oscar nominations. Got shut out. But she got five Os- Eisner. Not Oscar. Oscar? Holy Eisner cow. Nominations. Um, didn't win. But it's, a, it's an honor to be nominated. And uh, she's kind of the it girl darling of comics right now. So anxious to see what she does with Hackslash. Um, she's getting a, getting a lot more opportunities. Doing so. writing, art, and cover. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of amazing. So we'll mm. see. Um, but like all people that do cool stuff. <clears throat> they get a lot of opportunities thrown at them. And have you have you read these preview pages? Or looked at these preview pages? I'm, things dark, homie. Yeah. Yeah, hack slash is pretty dark. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see we'll see how she does uh, spreading herself thin. So um this look this looks great. Looks like this is not gonna be a problem. This is r- right in the way that I like uh hack slash. So mm-hmm. I, is her name Cassie? Is that the? Mm, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cassandra Hack. Yeah. Yeah. So this should be fun. Definitely in it for that. And yeah, I think Seely just um, I don't know, didn't have anything. He's doing more a cover and just said, "Hey, uh, hey, here's my creation. Have at yeah. it," which is cool. You know. Um. Hey, about how about Jason Aaron and Jason Latour find somebody they like. <laughs> and give them the reins to Southern Bastards. Yeah, no doubt. Right? We can yeah. we we need to visit that again. Mm-hmm. I did have um Jason ask Jason from Hawaii asked Jason from Latour uh, at the <laughs> con he was at um about Southern Bastards and he said there's no plans. Ah. at this time, which is a very safe and uh 
ans- answer that means, you know, get away from me. Don't ask me. Don't ask me questions. <laughs> so, we, um, yeah, we're excited about we're excited about uh, the Zoe. I'm excited about the Zoe Thurgood running Hackslash. Uh, what about this you know what I'm excited thing? about? This Knights number one. Okay. White Kennedy on story. Art by Luigi Formasano. What I like is we got 56 pages for five bucks. Oh. We're starting off with the oversized first issue, which is my favorite way to go with Image Comics. So they're listening to me here. We got action adventure. It's humorous. And, of course, occult supernatural. This is American Werewolf in London meets Scott Pilgrim in this vampy new series featuring anime, gamer culture, and found family. So I'm a big fan of anime and wow. gamer culture. Mm. So Scott Pilgrim. I'm a big fan of that. Absolutely. Um, I don't it's remember. A, it's 2003. A, a very fond time in my life. Yes, it was a good year. Um, Wyatt Kennedy, Bolero. I don't know that I read that. Did I read Bolero? I don't think I did. So, but yeah, it looks good. Uh, I like I like the look of it, and yeah. um, definitely checking that out. Yeah, very good art. As you check out the pages and fun stuff. Now this transitions into. That's that's not the same book, is it? Uh, apparently, the thing with the little dinosaur there. <laughs> I guess it is. That is yep. whack. Yep. And then we get Kyle. This is oh. really for you. Look at that. I'm gonna need a moment. That's so good. Uh, Transformers relaunch. Daniel Warren Johnson. With a little um, I'm guessing a little uh, oversight by your your boy uh, Robert Kirkman. Because he is the he is the Energon 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 Universe Energon Universe showrunner, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, Void Rivals and Invincible are going to interconnect. I don't think I knew mm-hmm. that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think I was so excited? Okay. Yeah. And so he's going to reimagine the robots in disguise for a brand new generation. Yeah, I like it. So cool. Kyle, Optimus Prime was supposed to have led the Autobots to victory. Instead, the fate of Cybertron is unknown, and his allies have crash-landed far from home alongside their enemies, the Decepticons. So this is straight out of movie number one, episode number one. Having a big firefight in space. Boom, boom, boom. Shoot each other. Boom. Land on Earth. Yeah. You know. Awoken hundreds and hundreds of years later. Yes. 40 pages, 499. Um, who's doing the art? Art by Daniel Warren Johnson and Mike Spicer. Okay. Okay. Plenty of covers. Yeah. Um, now, the, the art that we're seeing doesn't have any Transformers in them. Correct. But this is how we start. Oh. Okay, well, I Dude, see. This looks like we're going to go. We're almost shot for shot for like from my childhood one. Okay, that looks so good. Okay, so we look traditional in style. I can see Bumblebee, a Starscream, Ratchet, Primes. <laughs> I can, yeah. All right. Ironhide, Jazz. Yeah, we're we're in uh, Shockwave. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah. I hope I can follow along. I hope it's accessible for me. I want to. I want to give this a shot. Yeah, that's awesome. 
yeah, yeah. categorizing it as action adventure media tie-in and science fiction now, i sent you a screenshot of the the final splash page of void rivals number two correct yes because it looked like it was something important and special mm-hmm. but i didn't know what it was mm-hmm. and you said it's a deep cut of an easter egg from transformers yeah. like the yeah. cartoon maybe or the comic Skuxoids. and no it's comic stuff comic stuff okay so I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't catch that. So um, that stuff is cool, and I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, Easter egg splash pages and stuff like that. Um, but I just, I'm, I'm assuming I'm not gonna catch a lot of this stuff. Yeah, it's all good. That's okay. I, I can still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that looks good. It's got a, it actually got a little Cliff Chang, um, Paper Girls art style look to Very it. Very much, absolutely yes. I like it. Um, then we're going to slide into this uh, Universal Monsters Dracula number one. James Tinian doing this. Yeah. So with Martin Simons. So that's cool. Horror and media tie in. 32 pages, five bucks, full color. I've never been a big monsters guy. Mm-hmm. I like the internal art. My goodness, very Temple Smithy. Very Temple Smithy. Good call. Yeah. yeah. That's and, and this is this is the guy that does something is killing the children art, right? Martin Simons? Yes. Okay. So I don't remember it looking like this. Yeah. He must have he must have layers. <laughs> he does. He's got more than one way to draw and do Yeah, that. that looks really good. Um it's really really ethereal and creepy. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Then that puts us right into Destiny Gate number one, a mini series from Ryan Caddy and Christian Debari. More occult, more supernatural, more horror, more crime and mystery. God dang it. Can we just, can we? <sighs> I'm not hearing post-apocalyptic, Drew, so I'm feeling like we're being left behind. Oh my, I mean, do we need all those? Do we need all those competing? <laughs> At least when Brubaker and Phillips do their thing, they don't make them shoehorn some other genre into it. It can yeah. just be crime. It's yeah. just a crime book. I, I don't know. That seems like a lot going on. Occult, horror, supernatural, crime, and mystery. That seems like a lot. Seems like quite a bit of things. Yeah. But then it looks we good. Have, go ahead. A Haunted Girl, number one before issue series from Ethan Sachs and Naomi Sachs, with art by Marco Lorenzano. Hmm. So... Six. 16-year-old whose depression drove her to near suicide. Ooh, sounds like a real pick-me-up there. <laughs> Young adult, teen plus, uh, 40 pages, 499. I don't know if you noticed this. We didn't mention it on prior things, but each of these has a uh, – the most of the books that we've talked about have a Walking Dead 20th anniversary variant cover to all the bo- other books. Oh, okay. Haunted Girl being the same, so – so this is going to be those things where um, you could collect them all. Correct. Which is kind but, of cool. Thinking about doing that. that again. But you and I love Walking Dead. 20th anniversary. That's kind of rad. Well, remember when I chased down all the Walking Dead covers? Yes. For the whole image line? <laughs> that was an expensive purchase, and it did not yeah. pay off. So I've been burnt, and I'm not doing it again. This is true. 
J. Scott Campbell's Fairy Tale Fantasies 2024 calendar. Interesting. So this is a calendar from a boy. It is, of course, 12 pages because that's how many. Are we supposed uh, to know what Fairy Tale Fair Fantasies is? Is that like a thing? Celebrating the return of Fairy Tale Fantasies. So yeah, this is a thing. It looks like we got, you know, Alice in Wonderland, Little mm. Mermaid type stuff. So it looks like we have many different fairy tales and there's a there's a deluxe version of the calendar oh wow it's expensive yeah so these things are expensive there's a cover a a cover b and a deluxe edition with additional months and premium finishes so you can get the light side which is apparently the good guys or the dark edition which is the bad guys and then there's a ducks a deluxe edition for 50 bucks Next up, they are zeroing in on me. They're trying to uh, appeal to my sensibility. Midlife, or How to Hero at 50, number one, <laughs> by Brian Buccioletto, uh, with some art by Stefano Simeon. Uh, it's about Ruben Kwan, who's a 50-year-old firefighter who's been afraid of fire his whole life. Uh, instead of running into burning buildings, he pushes papers, living in the shadow of his father, who died a hero on the job. After 25 years in the fire department, he's firmly in the middle of an unremarkable life until his new wife gets pregnant and a random act of courage reveals that Ruben is fireproof. Fun. Fireproof and 50. I know, Drew. And, you know, you've always said it. Image comics and superheroes, that's where your heart really lies. This is almost a slice of life, though. Action adventure, look. humorous, superhero. So those are the up. monikers they give it. I'm making up my own rules oh, so that I, I can enjoy this. this. Yes. <laughs> it does sound very fun. But I don't. I don't see him in a costume of any kind. So. Uh, you, you didn't look at the B cover. Mm, let me go back up. Ah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'll let you take Paladin of Axes because I don't Sorry, like Jerry Duggan. I'm enjoying all these uh, these uh, these inside pages and stuff. Yeah, they look really good, don't Preview they? Preview pages. The Paladin of Axes. We have a, a 72 page, seven dollar one shot from our boy Jerry Duggan. Your boy. With art by David O'Sullivan. Um, it's the first appearance of Hector Smalley, a guitar tech known as the Paladin of Axes. He's working for the world's biggest rock band, and, the, and when he and the whole band are killed in a plane crash, it's unexpectedly just the beginning of his bad times. It's a sad tale of working yourself to death, literally. Equal parts Evil Dead and Time Bandits, this horror comedy will put a smile on your face on one page and punch it off on the next. Throw your horns in the air for Paladin of Axes. Oh, Kyle, look what Kirkman's doing. Look what he's doing. <laughs> okay, so he's gone. I, I have I have bought The Walking Dead number one so in so many different formats and ways and varieties. And in innumerable in in in, in giant numbers. Um and, and now he's he is he has got me again because he's reprinting it <laughs> on newsprint. So the Walking Dead Deluxe number one on newsprint, and 
Most people would say that's dumb. Who wants that? I'll buy that because yeah, yeah. it'll be. I don't because it's number one. I have the tenth anniversary covers. Why would I not have the twentieth anniversary covers? Yeah, um, that's just amazing that he just like he just have has has so many ways to make money and to He's take a fisherman. my money. He just he just he just casts it out there and says, "Hey, it's just here if you're looking for it." Yeah, show enough. And then um, the regular deluxe has now um, accelerated its schedule and is going weekly for the 20th anniversary. So we'll see for how long, but at least this month it's going to be going weekly. Yeah, so, we get J.H. Williams the third doing a cover on 73. That's pretty dope. So hats off to um, the colorist mm-hmm. who has uh, been able to um, get ahead, and maybe we're going to go. Um, Maybe we're going to ride this out weekly for the rest of the run. And Tedesco has a cover on 74, too. That's cool. Oh, look at this. Look at this. The Walking Dead 20th Anniversary box set. <laughs> it's just a limited I'm to 5,000. Yeah. Set number one. Set number two. Set number three. Collects the set trade number. paperbacks one through eight. In a nice slipcase. Yeah. And it's 125 bucks for eight. Yeah. The first eight. And then you get the second eight. And then you get the third eight and the fourth eight. And that gives you 48, right? Yeah. But with your, you know, let's say you call up our good friends at Deep Discount Comics. And you're like, what's it going to send me back for all four of these? And they're going to be like 250 And you're like, that's not horrible. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um. Wow, that's really amazing. <laughs> Nobody separates you from your wallet like Kirkman. Man. Like, like Skyman Productions. <laughs> Lord. Uh, all right, we're back into some collected editions. Are you familiar with Antioch and their trade back paperback for no, that? I am not. I'm not either, but it collects the f- one, two, three, and fourth issue of Antioch. One, two, three, and four. Of course, a superhero book by Patrick Kinlan. And then I missed Blood Tree for whatever reason. Um, I think I got confused because I thought it was a horror book. Well, I guess it is a horror book, but it's also a uh, crime and mystery. Crime and mystery. I I know I read the first issue. I think I read the first issue, but I never mm-hmm. I never got to finish it. So this is good for me. I'll be able to catch up with this trade. The Chosen One, the American Jesus Trilogy by Mark Millar. Collects American Jesus Volume 1, 2, and 3. 248 pages for 25 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. The Great Coke Jew Trade Paperback. It's the Jerry Duggan Kaiju book. Mm-hmm. 15, 15 bucks for the train. Hell to Pay, Charles Soule and Will Sliney. A Tale of the Shrouded College. Missed that one. I Hate This Place 6 through 10. 15th Anniversary of I Kill Giants. Uh, Yeah. It was a good book. Yeah. I don't think they ever revisited either, have they? Have Mm -hmm. they ever come out with I Kill Giants 2? I don't believe so. Q 
King Spawn and Junk Rabbit and Monarch. Moonshine. Man, we're revisiting Moonshine. Brian Azzarello's mm-hmm. as a complete collection hardcover. 5,000 limited. Trade 11 of Saga. Do, but do you really believe Image when they tell you it's limited to 5,000? Because, you know, they don't have any problem reprinting stuff. First printing limited to 5,000. So, like, yeah, they'll okay. print you a blue one. Yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. This just makes me depressed every time I do this, True. What's that? I see these really cool trade paperbacks, number one, and I'm like, man, these would be, you know, nine ninety nine. They should, they should be, get people, <sighs> grab people, go people, and then yeah. we're not, and we still just continue to not do it. Well, I mean, they did, they did it a long time, but that's 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 a loss leader, man. But Why it you... worked. It worked. Yeah, yeah, but not everybody can afford to lose money on their trade. There's there's not a lot that I don't know that, that you're losing money on the trade. If you can play the long game, like a BKV or a Kirkman, mm-hmm. you have no problem betting and betting on yourself. But yeah. if if this is if this is your only trade, you know, then can you really like like I'm sure McFarlane could. Mm-hmm. His his is probably still nine ninety nine. Um, but if you're the regression folks, Colin Bunn and Danny Luckert, um, I, I don't know that you can b- do an intro 999. Mm-hmm. Jeff Lemire probably could with Phantom Road, but he chose not to, but he's got a partner, right? Gabrielle Walta. He, yeah. He might not want to give up the money. Um, now, yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's cool when they do that. But if if you I guess if you don't know that you're going to have a long library of trades, a long tail of trades to make up the shortfall, I can't blame them for not all doing it. Yeah. But like there's been there's been a handful of trades that I've bought multiple copies of to just hand out to people and they've all been the mm-hmm. 999 first issue trade yeah. or first yep. trade. I agree. They're great. Uh, entryways for folks on ramps. Mm-hmm. Uh, Creep Show, Volume Two, Number Two of Five. The Call, Number Three of Five. Dead Lucky, Number Ten. Edenwood, Number Two. Forgot about that Tony S. Daniel. Uh, the Infield Gang Massacre. It's on that that is three. that Texas Bloods prequel, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Firepower hits twenty eight. Kirkman and Samney. Action adventure, fairy tales, folk tales, legends and mythology, superheroes. Interesting. Wondering what Firepower was. That's what they classified that as. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Forged is back. That's issue five. Gunslinger spawn hits twenty five, still two ninety nine. Um, Haunt you to the end finishes with its fifth issue. Hexagon bridge, hexagon bridge. That's it. Issue two. 
I hate Fairyland and its story arc. I don't know if it's going away or not. All right, we got to talk about Ice Cream Man. What are those? Those are the Figgly Bumps. The Figgly Bumps. Yes. Flight of the they're Figgly cute, Bumps. They're cuddly, and they're caught up in a conflagration of candy cannons and cannony bat combat. But who are the Figgly Bumps, and what happened to their creator? The hit horror adjacent anthology is back and sadder than ever. Oh. <laughs> uh, the, I don't remember going anywhere, but all right. Yeah. W. Maxwell Prince on writing, Martin Morazzo and Chris O'Halloran on art. And they're doing the, uh, the cover A and the cover C, mm-hmm. which is the Walking Dead homage. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see what that looks like, but they're not showing it to me. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Very cool. But in Ice Cream Man, we trust. <laughs> For sure. Uh, Junior Baker, The Righteous Faker, number two. That's a Joe Casey book. Um, Chip Zdarsky's Kaptara. Halfway through its six-issue run. There are so many superhero books. <laughs> yeah, they didn't listen to me when I told mm-hmm. them, no, don't do it. Kill Your Darlings hits issue two. That's cool looking. King Spawn at 27. Click, click, boom. Finishes up at issue five. Local Man still rolling. Is at six. Newburn. Newburn was great, man. The last issue I just read. Oh, so good. Pure Evil or Per Evil. I still haven't read that first issue yet. I want to. There's that quest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That looks pretty good. Radiant Black, Rogue Sun. Massive verse, massive verse. Savage Dragon at 269. Uh, Savage Strength of Starstorm at 6. The Schlub hits issue 3. That's that Ryan Stegman thing. Scorched, not something I'm reading there. Scrapper hits issue 4. Mm, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I still haven't read that first issue either. It's sitting there. Cliffy B, yeah. Uh, something epic. Anything recognizable there for you? Um, obviously, the sixth cover sense, B is right? it. Yeah. Sixth, sixth sense. sense is the C. Yeah. Oh, what A is. Is that sixth sense, you think? Yes. I think it is. Spawn 347. Holy moly. Bjorn Barron's cover B. Well, Todd's not even on that one anymore. He, he just kind mm-hmm. of distanced himself from that one. <laughs> Do your thing, Spawn. Yeah, I, got, I just got it to 300. You take it the rest of the way. Star Sign 6. Swan Songs 4. Oh, that was, that was a really good. I really like that first one. Um, Tales of a Suspense. Mm. Trouble getting through that first issue. Didn't love it. Terror War 7. Time Before Time gets to 28. Really thought this thing was going to end. Undiscovered Countries on 27. Yeah, they're putting out a Halloween issue in... When will this come out? Probably October. Probably October. Perfect. Um, And then... Something about yeah, I believe hate unfortunately mostly unreadable and nearly unpublishable untold stories of I hate Fairyland number four. Yes. Uh, Void Rivals. Void Rivals. 
Yeah, I think you'd like that book. Yeah, yeah. Jai Lee cover. Yeah. And Weird Work uh, ends with its its four-issue run. And What's the Furthest Place from Here? Uh, issue 15. And then what are we sneak peeking and giving a little bit of what, what to? What's that, Drew? Is that G.I. Joe? That's G.I. Joe, my dude. You like the art style? Uh, I do. I okay. like the screaming art style. I like it when you put my, my boy Snow Job or whatever on the front. And snake Which one's eyes. he? Snow Job is the white. Is the white, the white ninja? Yes. And, of course, Snake Eyes being the black gee ninja. Okay. Cool. Very nice. All right, Kyle. Dude, 121 pages from Image. <laughs> That's a lot. I mean, yeah. that's crazy, dude. They um, they must have heard us. Said, so, so, well, man, they're kind of slacking off. Mm-hmm. They're not slacking off. No, no, no. They were just gearing up, ramping up. Yeah, they're pumping some money into it, cranking them out. Mm-hmm. Well, it's summertime here and there, probably uh, wherever you are listening. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming everybody has summer at the same time, which is probably not true. Anyway. It's time for our summer patron giveaway. Yes, this time we're doing a prize pack of uh, selected comics, uh, some swag, um, uh, uh, some special stuff, uh, gifts from Jason from Hawaii, so some Hawaiian goodies, um, all kinds of fun stuff to share our love to you, uh, the patrons. So if you would like to be included in our summertime giveaway, just become a patron at any level uh, between now and Labor Day. So it's a summer giveaway, and then after Labor Day, we will pull a, a patron randomly from the stack and send you a prize pack. Now, not only that, not only do you get entered to win, you got to be in it to win it, by the way. That's what they say. You get on-air thanks and show notes, shouts out, shout-outs, shout-outs, shouts-out. Uh, priority inclusion of your feedback and questions or comments into the show. Access to our patron-only Slack community. Very popular. Exclusive content. Um, you get bonus episodes that nobody else gets. You get early access to bonus episodes or regular episodes. You get them ad-free. You get them unedited. Um, sometimes that's a blessing and a curse, depending uh, on your feelings there. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff. And our uh, the uh, as the the levels go up, you get more more stuff. Um, uh, the, but that's that's kind of the ground floor stuff you get um, coming in as a patron. So please do so. It also means that you like what we're doing, and you're sharing and caring enough to uh, throw us a couple of um, shekels our way, and we appreciate that. And it helps keep the lights on. It helps pay the server fees. It helps um, keep us going and keep us doing it on our our road to a thousand episodes. Can we get there? <clears throat> I hope so. I hope so. But everything's going up. It's getting harder and harder um, to justify uh, luxury expenses like podcast fees. So your help it is greatly appreciated, and we want. Uh, to continue that. Some of you just do it just to say thanks. 
we appreciate that. Some of you do it for the giveaway. Some of you do it for uh, some of the tier perks. All those are valid. So whatever your reasoning, join our Patreon. Give us a little bit of love. We appreciate it. Come contest time, uh, we'll uh, we'll maybe we'll pull your name and you will get a fun prize pack uh, mailed directly to you. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Now back to the show. All right, Kyle, let's slide on over to CBSI and see what is hot and what is ten. What is hot and what is ten, and hopefully what is oh, of course the first item is from San Diego Comic Con. another San Diego Comic Con. Transformers number one, Ashcan San Diego Comic Con, black and white variant was one hundred and fifty dollars. Now three hundred dollars seems to be the winner of San Diego Comic Con. The color one looks better, but the black and white version appears to be much tougher to get your hands on. At rank two, we have yet again. The second print ratioed version of an item. This is when an Incredible Hulk number one. Mm. 75 bucks triple ratio. This isn't my favorite Hulk cover aside from that. We like Gleason and can see how some people will see a pink Hulk cover as appealing. I'm not a fan of this whole trend of ratioed second prints. Yeah, it seems. I, I just think that's, I don't get it. It's cheating. Wonder Woman, 800 second print ratio, Virgin. 70 bucks. Not a fan of Virgin variants that are almost identical to the trade dress version. That being the case, congrats on 800 there, Wonder Woman. From 2019, we have Captain America number seven, the second print. That was that Tanishi Coates run. Um, yeah. C9.6 slash 9.8 was four. I don't know what they're writing there. Now Rawls are between $25 and $30 and 9.8s are 100 bucks. Very curious how all these rumors are happening in the middle of a writer and actor strike. I don't know the rumors they're talking about. We're going to have to research that. Yeah, I don't either. At rank five, we have Night Terrors. Ravager, number two. The Natalie Sanders, one in 25 variant. That is a very cool cover. 40 and 50 bucks. Likely a modest print run on this one. Add in a popular Natalie Sanders cover, and you can see why it is selling very well. I'm not familiar with Natalie Sanders, but this does a good look to me. So uh, maybe she, I should, somebody I should keep an eye on. Next on the list, yeah. At rank six, we have Daredevil number 11 from 2016. This is the Charles Soul run. Was a $30 book, now a $40 book. The more I think of this villain in live action and adult themed, the more we are interested in it. We talked about this last week, but I'm blanking on the name all of a sudden. Yeah, I've forgotten too. Yeah, we'll end up probably seeing that again. Yeah, we'll see it again. At rank seven, we have Thor 319. CGC 9.8 is going for 300 bucks. 9.6 is for 90. Raw books from between 10 and 30. Not one of these buy this, not that. But look at this book versus Thor 8 next door. Weird sales. At rack number 8, we have Star the Wars Zaniac. 43. Oh, the Zaniac. There we go. Star Wars 43. And 9.8 is 300 bucks. And Raw is about 30 bucks. News of Lando coming to Disney Plus with Donald Glover writing the script has hit some speculators again. Be aware that this is still down over 50% from its COVID highs. 
And that's, of course, Lando's first appearance. More hanging on from Biker Mike, Biker Mice from Mars, number one. CGC 9.8 is back up to $250 after being there six months ago and dropping in price by about half. Seems like a stretch just because Ryan Reynolds is producing. Hmm. At rank 10, we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, number one, the cinema exclusive cover. Ten bucks. It's good to see the turtles being introduced to a new generation. These movies give away giveaways generally don't have long term value as someone has usually taken an entire box of them and owns them. That's <laughs> true. All right, honorable mention Scarlet Witch number seven, the Megan Hetrick one in fifty variant. Go on for fifty to sixty bucks. You wouldn't think that a one in fifty for number seven would have a high print run. Add in as being a first appearance of Hex Finder and a very good cover. And we can see this one keeping some for a bit. Kyle is a fifty to sixty dollars for a one in fifty, a good a good turnaround. No. No, it is not. Thank you. Harvey Comics Library number one being the other honorable mention. A CGC six point going for five thousand three hundred dollars the second highest sale of this book in any grade other than an 8.5 last year for 11k syringe covers are still sought after and this one clearly is high on that list oh okay people actually collect just shrin somebody getting stabbed with a needle i love how you change the word syringe to stabbed with a needle you porky pig day i love it <laughs> all right drew let's head on over and check out some foc book let's see what's coming out here in just a couple of weeks that we still have the ability to add to our orders and still not have to chase on the secondary market i'm going to head on over to our good friends at lunar distributions why i move this lovely excel sheet over to my full window here so i can see what i got to do to add these things to my order of course my lcs gives me a cool foc sheet every friday and says hey we invite you to add some things to your order before it's too late and let's see what we need to add. Batman 137. This is the Gotham War going on. Joe Casada yeah. covers nice. Jorge Jimenez covers nice. Gabriel Del Otto's nice. Rose Besh doing something with like a little Scotty Young-ish. Uh, yeah, that's weird. That's not thing. typical Road, Rose Besh. Right? Like bobblehead right there. Yeah. Del Otto is amazing. But maybe that's she's seeing a Scotty Young hole over at DC and wants to fill mm-hmm. it. Salvador La Roca, one in twenty-five is nice. Okay, so we've got Batman Day special edition coming. So Batman Day is uh, you googling that? I bet it's November. Batman Day, twenty twenty-three, September sixteenth. September sixteenth. Okay. Yeah. So. Leave your milk and cookies out for Batman Day. <laughs> oh, and you can get paper masks of Joker and Bat and Catwoman. That's fun. Yeah. No Batman masks, I guess. Batman, Gargoyle of Gotham, number one. You got the atypical Frank Miller cover. That's cool. It looks just like the other ones he's done there. And a really nice David Finch cover. Raphael Grampa doing this, and this is a black label. <sighs> Crap, black label, heck yeah. They're back. Jim Lee covers nice. Frank Miller's nice. Finch is nice. Mm-hmm. Art Germ doing a cover for Birds of Prey, number one. 
Looks like Birds of Prey is Cassie Kane, Big Barda, Zealot, and Harley Quinn. Okay. That's an interesting mix. Yeah. Well, there's five on the cover there. Did I miss one? Uh, was one of them a Batgirl? And then Dinah. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, all right. Blue Beetle number one. Good timing. Mm-hmm. I like that Emmanuel Valterra cardstock variant. The uh, almost Mexican hieroglyphics. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Doing a Spanish language version. That's what I was just saying. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But I guess you can't really tell that well on the cover, though. I guess it says Edition and Espanol. I guess that's enough. That should be enough. So my boy Nightwing is guest starring in City Boy number four. You may have to find that yeah. out because sometimes when you're when you're tracking your dude and he appears yeah. in a, a little known thing, you got to grab that. Yeah, nobody's buying City Boy, so and it's in Huck Lee cardstock cover B. That's mm-hmm. going to be low print run. Yep. And uh, you're right. That's going to be. Um, Low print run, so you need to snap it up. Go to your local comic book shops for your comic book coffee. Uh, Blue Beetle Horchata 12-ounce bag of coffee. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Cool. (laughs) Fables almost finishes up. 160 of 162. And then Fire and Ice, Welcome to Smallville, getting their own title, a six-issue series. Interesting. David Nakayama cover, kind of cool. Jen Bartel's good. Yeah. Amanda Con- Connor having fun with her cover. Mm-hmm. Doing too much, I think. Uh, Joker Who Stopped Laughing hits issue 10. Ten some twisted covers. Yeah. Justice Society has some fun covers there. Fritz Peacemaker Sixth. tries hard. I love that. So check it out. The cover C is a movie poster. Are you aware of that movie poster? Because of the font. Oh, it's um, is that that Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yep, Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop. It's not a Duma. Don't know why that is still in my head, but as soon as I saw that, I knew what that was. That is awesome. It's not a Duma. Poison Ivy. Back with some great covers. See, okay, so check it. Like, I love Rose Besh covers. She did that amazing uh, Silk one and a few Mm -hmm. others. Yep. I've no, like, no, I, I want those back. I don't want this crap. So, I, I no, think, Rose. I think I think what she's no. doing, she's going for that. She's going for a stylized Scotty Young. Nope, nobody cares. Let's infantile, in, in, what's that word? They're infantilize just, them. Let's infantilize yeah. them. But it's, 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 it's not. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. Sickness is back with its second issue. Can it strike again? With its heat, with this, what's on that cover A there, Denny Cha? looks pretty good. I like it. Um, cover B is not doing much for me. I have skipped all the way to Superman 6. Where we have the... Sins of the Salt and Sea was really good, too. Where we have Mikkel Yannan doing a acetate cover, which is kind of a, a takeoff of the negative image covers we had before. Oh, okay. But we just essentially have... So you Superman take that off? Ripping open his shirt to reveal just a giant white hole, which is kind of unnerving. So will that be like a um a plastic? Uh, yeah, I assume there'll be a, there'll be if you look under that there'll be a 
the super stuff, but as it stands, that's weird. They're doing a um, Superman Unchained Deluxe Edition to taunt you. That's so... <sighs> Long-time listeners will know that Kyle bet big, went big on Superman Unchained. It was going to really pop. It never popped. Yep. Yep. And uh, he's, well, he's I, better. He's better. I, had, I had challenged myself to get into some Superman stuff because I, I don't really care for Superman that much. Unchained seemed like a good time. So I was yep. like, I'll pick up a half a dozen of these. It's Scott Snyder. It's Jim Lee. Mm-hmm. It can't miss. Nobody gave a crap. Nobody cared. But we now, he- I think, actually, I think COVID, it heated up enough to where you probably could have got got rid of them. Yeah. Um, but now it's, I think that's dead again. Heading over to image books. Do yes, we really sir. only have five image books? Um, or is that just a mistake? possible it's possible um we'll see how bad is boom just as bad nope coda number one from boom mech cadets is back oh, that's a second printing yeah your coda from boom studios is your us your boy size per year oh yeah that's right yeah that's good stuff that actually looks very good i like that coda matthias bergara these are a little thin on the hmm, image book. It seems weird that would line up. Mm-hmm. Marvel, Marvel's giving us Alligator Loki. <laughs> Lots of love there. Avengers Incorporated. Some connecting covers. Fun stuff there. Second print of What If Spider Gwen number one. This Greg Land second print. Okay. Micronauts gets a facsimile edition. Mm-hmm. It's fun. And a foil facsimile without pricing. You got to inquire on that bad boy. <laughs> what does, um, do you have the cow bunga sheet up on that? What's the Micronauts facsimile foil is going for? I don't, do not have that at the moment. Darth Vader hits 38. Obi-Wan Kenobi gets his first issue. Shouldn't this have been out when um this is just a rehash of the movie of the show. Dang it. Why do they do this? The like foil a year variant. later. What's the deal? Foil variant going for ten ninety nine and with your discount you can get it for like seven bucks. Okay. I have inquired. It said please inquire, we've acquired. We've inquired. Werewolf by night, number one. Did we do like a did we did we not do like a Werewolf by Night special number one or something mm. recently? Yeah, we had some stuff. Yep. And so this is now just an ongoing. Yep. Okay. That's cool. I don't love the cover A. The Adam Hughes is way better. Shocking. The Adam Hughes is way better. <laughs> Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer number one from Massive Comics. Soon to be an original series on Disney Plus. Django Unchained meets Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What is that? Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer, number <laughs> one from Massive Comics. That's hilarious. Yeah. And then the cover cover uh, I, the FOC Kirby homage, is her punching Hitler in the game in the guise of uh Wow. Of uh, Captain America doing it. Lord. 
Lots of covers. Yeah. That'll appeal to somebody. Appeals to me? How does it not appeal to you? That's so cool. I don't I don't need my Harriet Tubman memories besmirched. Please share with us some of your favorite Harriet Tubman. I, I, lo- I love her as, as as she was with the the um, creating of the Underground Railroad and such. Mm-hmm. 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 That's all I know is, yep. The, yep. is, is that memory of <laughs> history class. Um, Kill Your Darlings, number one. This is uh, the Stegman book. And this is this is an image book that's um, down here for some reason. Why is that? And why does it say Image Comics by Cell? Do you know? Nope. Did it come out before? Or is this what we're doing with Image Books now that they're no longer? Yeah, were they building it up, building the, the site up there, and they're like realized, oh wait, mm-hmm. Image left us. Screw them. They need to go down in here now. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to tell. God, I mean, is it like this is like a twelve-year-old with a bag of Funyuns and a case of Mountain Dew that does all their web work for them over at previews. Is that what's going on? Because this thing is be. always whack. It's always whack. Yeah, because it got sacrifices. So yeah, I think what we have here is now that image is going kind of through Lunar, right? Yeah. This is them being kicked but out of their own But why didn't they pull them? Why didn't they pull the whole thing out? Because why did they are, leave four up there? These may be resolicits and trades. So these are obviously books that are coming from Diamond still. While the ones down here are not. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Get your petty. Okay, so the ones up top might still be distributed, leftover yes. distributed. Like there was like we're delayed or something. Yes. We're just phasing out the last of them. Yes. Golly, that's um, and is, yes. is, uh, are we going to list all of them? Because if we're not going to list all of image stuff, then uh, we can't use the site. I mean, it's it's in like it's all down here. If you look through this other publishers, it's okay. a bunch of images. We'll in get here. there. We'll get there. That's what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Because sacrifices are there. Quest Two's there. There's Swan Songs. Dark Horse and IDW is here. Mm-hmm. Okay. I honestly think we need to get rid of this site already because it's 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 literally 75% of the books are crammed into one goulash. Yeah, yeah. And we were um Mike and I used Fresh Comics while one on one of your walkabouts <laughs> when he guessed and um it was it was really nice. They had large uh images of the covers. <laughs> it was better on your old eyes. Oh, it was great. better on the old eyes. Uh, you're the one that always whines about the postage stamp size things. Yes, yes. When you're trying to buy art and you're trying to buy covers, you would like to see. So you covers. would like this. Well, we'll have to test it out since we're already three quarters of the way done. We probably finished it out here. Walking Dead covers, your Dark Horse Witcher series, Witcher and Witcher Wild Animals number one. Evil wears many faces as does justice from land to sea. Geralt finds that where man and creature coexist, there is an unspoken rule, one where the skills of a witcher go beyond killing monsters based on the U.S. video game, blah, 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 blah. And this is FOC, so I don't know that we can jump over to anywhere else for FOC. I think we got to stick with them. I mean, I could just go down my, my good friends at Cowabunga Comics right. list. True. True. <laughs> True. It's great and good. All right, Drew, through this convoluted list, you and I still pick up 
books that we have to add. What you thinking? I'm going to go Coda um, from Boom, Simon Spurrier, Matthias Bergara. Um, I like the look of it, and Mm -hmm. I like Cy Spurrier, and I like Boom, so I'm going to go with that. I am going with Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer, number one. Yes, you are. Massive Comics, cover A. She's rocking the do-rag. She's got the crossed blades. Let's do this. Let's do it. Vampires, werewolves, witches, and demons are no stop for Harriet Tubman. (laughs) Perfect. Which cover? Which cover was that? Did you pick? Cover A. Cover A. Cover. A. All right. Let's head on over to your boy Cover Price. See if they yeah. have a little more detail about some of these that we have uh, whiffed on. Here's our biggest thing. We're going to start with our number one book, and of course that is Captain America number seven from 2019. The Marvel slate of series and films is constantly in flux. Recently, a rumor started circulating that a Daughters of Liberty project could be in development. That caused this book to see an immediate jump as their first appearance in featured in this book. With a cast consisting of Sue Storm, Jessica Drew, Misty Knight, White Tiger, Annabelle Riggs, Mockingbird, and Echo, it would make sense for Marvel to make this move. Most of the Groundwork is already complete for this series. Recent news has pointed to Marvel making Sue Storm the leader and focusing on the upcoming Fantastic Four film. As a pillar for this team, it would make sense for Marvel to invest heavily in the character. And with a roster such as the Daughters of Liberty fans are all in agreement. Until an announcement is made, we have to preach caution because we are just speculating. As previously stated, Marvel is in a state of complete flux right now like we've never seen before. So until then, keep your eyes peeled. But for now, 26 copies have sold. I think $9 for CGC 9.6, and near mints are floating around there for about 14 bucks. Caveat Andrew. tour. Let the yeah, buyer beware on this stuff, because it sounds like it's all rumor. There is a writer strike going on. There is an actor strike going on. Really, should any of this stuff even be planned? able to be planned right now i don't even know mm-hmm. i guess director's guild and producer's guild is still going f- fine i don't know crazy great great at rank number two we have the mighty thor 319 from 1982 we finally got the teaser trailer for loki season two and the internet sleuths have found quite a little easter egg for a brief moment on a billboard we caught a glimpse of zaniac zaniac is every bit of an obvious villain who first appears in this book Thor 319. So far, it's theorized that Raphael Kessel will be playing the fictional actor Brad Wolf, who stars in the production of Zaniac. It remains to be confirmed until more information comes out, but that hasn't stopped this former dollar bin book from seeking more attention. Uh, 15 copies, $55 for CGC, 8.5, and fine rolls for five bucks. So, dollar bins? N- yes. Not, don't worry about that. You want to pick those up? Yep. <laughs> Speck away, brother. Speck away about it. Yeah. <laughs> Caveat, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And rank number three of the Ash Can for Batman Gargoyle of Gotham, number one. Ah, cool. Give us the edge, baby. Batman fans love seeing the Dark Knight's dark side. And this book is hyped up to be just that. With the DC writing debut of Raphael Grandpa. Is it Grandpa or Grandpa? Um, I think it's Grandpa. I, mean, I know. Yeah. It, well, I like saying Grandpa. 
Me too. Fans are set to see a whole new rogues gallery set to face off with a Batman who has cast aside Bruce Wayne. There's nothing left but Batman and the darkness he brings to the table. The excitement for this book is palpable and hasn't even dropped yet. All brought in thanks to a preview story from this quote-unquote one-per-store Ashcan that has been seeing a ton of attention in the aftermarket. 45 copies sold, $60 for these whole near-mint plus raw copies. Um, should I get in for less than 40 bucks? Doesn't look like yeah, and then more Ashcan stuff. And rank four, we have Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars 8. It's the black suit. If we have to talk about it more and you're not familiar with it, tough. We've talked about it many, 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 many times. 39 copies sold. CDC 9.8 creeping up on 900 bucks. Near mints in the raw format, 229. We have Captain America number seven, the second print from 2019. This book was a flash in the pan when it first dropped, but it still did well enough to warrant a second print. It featured the debut of the Daughters of Liberty, a team consisting of Sue Storm, Jessica Drew, Misty Knight, White Tiger, Annabelle Riggs, Mockingbird, and Echo. If those names sound familiar, they should, as nearly all have appeared in Marvel Projects, and we're set to go. 16 copies. High sale of $100 for CGC 9.8. Near mints for around 30 bucks. At rank 6, Frag and Spider-Boy. <laughs> 39 copies. $121 for CGC 9.8. Nearman still over 30 bucks. Stupid secret covers. <laughs> At rank seven, we have Infinite Crisis number five. The regular Jim Lee cover from 2006. Blue Beetle has received a pittance of the marketing share that some of the other DC films have. This is surprising considering James Gunn has confirmed Blue Beetle as part of the DCU reboot, but it's been oddly quiet and maybe that's for the best. The community at large is still in the dark, but those looking forward to this project hitting theaters have made it a point to pick up this book. The first appearance of Jamie Reyes as Blue Beetle, tracking 23 copies sold, $200 for CGC 9.8, and Near Mint Rawls for $33. Spider-Man 2099, number one. Seriously, this book just doesn't quit. Is this the new Spawn number one? One of those <laughs> relatively cheap and plentiful key issues that generations of collectors aim to acquire. Featuring the first solo outing of Spider-Man 2099, it's quickly become a must-have thanks to the success of Across the Spider-Verse and Beyond. Tracking 39 copies sold, high sale of $210 for CC 9.8, and near mints for 17 bucks. But shouldn't um, Spidey 347 be more sought after being the first appearance of Spider-Man 2099 there? Right. I would think. It doesn't seem to make the list Correct. as often. It doesn't. This is the one people like. Mm, that's bold. At rank nine, we have New X-Men 114 from 2001. This under-the-radar book is receiving some serious attention thanks to Deadpool 3, something we've seen quite a bit lately. Most rumors, but often, where there's smoke, there's fire. This book features the first appearance of Cassandra Nova, an astral plane parasite who replicated the DNA of Charles Xavier, Xavier, who did so while Charles gestated in his mother's womb, effectively making Cassandra his twin sister. Wild, but they're rumored to appear in the upcoming Deadpool outing. Cue the run on another former dollar buck staple. 25 copies sold on the secondary market. CGC 9.8 for 125 bucks. Fair market 
VMs, six bucks. They spelled Q Q U E, by the way. Um, Jesus. Spell check, folks. <laughs> Spell check. <laughs> At rank 10, we have Biker Mice from Mars, number one from 1993. This lovely 90s mayhem is supposed to be a nostalgic comeback. We've talked about this for several weeks now. Ryan Reynolds may be producing it, blah, blah, blah. $212 for CTC 9.8. Fair market for very fine 32 bucks. Do you think this will be anything? This biker Mars from Mars? No, just, I remember yeah. watching it. It's not one of the go. Oh, okay. Uh, Night Terrors, Ravager number two, the Natalie Sanders one in 25. We talked about that. Uh, this says 12 of them sold. High sale of $73 for a one in 25. Uh, Rawls around 50, though, most of the time. Um, Rank 12, we have Daredevil 11, the Ron Garney. We talked about this. The Muse will be the main villain. Uh, main series villain for Daredevil Born Again. Uh, well, that's unconfirmed. It spiked interest. So uh, high sale of 55 bucks for Near Mint Rawls. Not bad. Uh, rank 13 is uh, the 1 in 25 Incredible Hulk number 2 by Laniel Francis Yu. Um, that is Sister Sadie making her first appearance in this issue. Uh, depicted as a zombie corpse of sorts. So Ooh. Uh, fans are betting that Sister Sadie is a key player in the future of the Hulk mythos. So 28 Sister copies. Sadie, know the time has come. Oh, yeah, I think that's exactly how it goes, yeah. 28 copies sold. High sale of 60 bucks for a near mint raw. Not too bad. Um, X-Men Annual 14 from 1990. This is... Um, more Gambit first appearances. Is this a first appearance? Is it is the other one that's the first appearance? We went, yeah, I was going to say, we went we all know. through the quote-unquote Gambit on that yeah. one. Yeah. So 9.98s are going for 225. I think we decided that in no way, shape, or form is anything but this, the first appearance. But it's not given credit for it because it's just not. Yeah, this predates Uncanny 266, but it's more complicated than that, they say. Um, rank 15, we have Strange Academy, Miles Morales, number one, the Lee Garbet, one in 25. Um, this is Dr. Erasmus Equation Don Bright. Guest speaker is more guest of honor for most collectors, as this, is, this issue is his first appearance. Dr. Equation is set up to be an exciting new villain for the Strange Academy students. So 18 copies sold with a high sale of $40 for a raw. At rank 16, we have the Ginny Frizen 1 in 15 issue of The Sacrificers from Image, which is the Rick Remender, uh, Max Fiumarrow book. It's a really Um, good looking cover. Yeah. Perfect world. A perfect world for the price of one child per family. Um like you do oh that's right we decided which kid you were going to give up that week yep yep, yep. um we had 24 copies sold high sale of 22 dollars and 64 cents for a raw um which is not too bad for a book right out of the gate um at rank 17 we have web of spider-man number one the direct edition from 1985 i love this book (laughs) um that's another black suit spider-man 15 copies sold High sale of 165 for a CGC 98. Um, Raw's around 29 bucks. 
At 18, we have Daredevil 14 from 2016, first appearance of the Muse, uh, 13 copies sold, high sale of 20 bucks for a near mint raw. Uh, rank 19, we have Hulk number one from 2008. This is um, a Red Hulk appearance or first, not a first appearance, is it? Might be. Mm, yeah, might say. be. Might be. High sale of 400 for a CGC 9.8. Raw is around 55 bucks. Uh, rounding out the top 20 is Captain America 405 from 1992. Um, Cap Wolf debuted in this issue and was quickly engraved in fans' hearts. <laughs> the fan favorite version of Cap will make his historic return in a future issue of Captain America and rumors of, of it appearing in What If Season 2 for Disney+. Plus. Oh, good. More What If. Yeah. More What If. We never finished that first season. Did you? No. Yeah. Um, so pick up your copy of Capwolf's first appearance. 15 copies sold. High sale of 125 bucks for a CGC 9.4. And near mints around $11. If near mints are around $11, buy mm-hmm. them. And CGC them. You can probably do better than a 9.4. Well, it's nine. It's from 1992. So I, I guess it. Yeah, it might get dinged. You're right. Maybe don't take the chance unless you find a good copy. (laughs) Be meticulous. Yes. Now it's time to give the people what they want, Kyle. Oh. Sneak peek at the next week. Absolutely. Let's head on over to our good friends at Lunar Distributions and see what's coming out on August the 15th. And Drew and I are going to find out what we've got to have. I don't know if I love this world's finest 18 Derek robertson and diego rodriguez i might they're like i'm not sure the perspective is just quite right but it's still and it still catches my eye mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not as good as the dan moore correct and the dan moore gets a foil as well the foil. give dan moore anything he wants mm-hmm. harley quinn black white and redder number two your girl joelle jones getting a cover b yeah. Yeah, that's a nice one. Hot Girl, the second issue. Kind of looking forward to the, that one. The first issue was pretty good. Night Terrors, number twos are out. Catwoman, mm-hmm. Nightwing. Yeah, some interesting Punchline. versions of Nightwing. I have um, fallen so woefully behind on my Night Terrors that I am relegated to... Um, Reading the main book and cherry picking the occasional uh, side quest book. There's just too many of them. It is their fault. But boy, this Night Terror's Wonder Woman number two Jai Lee cover A is exquisite. That's nice, yeah. But Jeff DeKyle might pick up some people, though. Yeah, that Wonder Woman too. Yeah, he has a lot of fans. Uh, The Madness number one from Straczynski. Yeah, that might be good. AWA book. Mm-hmm. A highly placed official who pressures the government to assassinate her. The plot aided by so-called good superheroes sponsored by the government. That's right. I read on this. I was a, I was very intrigued by that. Mm-hmm. And I love AWA stuff. I can't believe the sickness is just now getting a second printing. I thought it for sure would have had one already. Uh, Tales of the Titans, uh, the Chris Samney cover F, which is a foil cardstock, which is really nice. A lot of Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. 
uh, looks like a um the special the war of the gods special edition number two looks like a george perez cover to me but it doesn't say it is interesting yeah yeah it says it well does it if you click on it yep it's just a name about 65 times on that I didn't click on it. I was just like glanced at it. I should have. All right. So we heading over to new releases. Yeah. Let's see what we have from our good friends at image coming out here Wednesday. Hey, look, they got image for now. <laughs> I think you're a hundred percent right though. You know that they're that uh, as the FOCs get further and further out, mm-hmm. there's less and less of them that they can offer because they don't have rights to them. Yep. And I think I think you're 100 percent right. You recognize your Temple of Doom cover there from something epic number four. Mm. You got oh, an Indiana, yeah. Yeah. Indiana yeah. Jones cover and then a Rambo cover. Yep, very nice. And we think cover A's aren't really anything, right? Yeah, we think that's just their format. That's their that's just their covers. The Call number one, Kelly Thompson, Mattia de Luis, with a new five issue miniseries. Something is killing the children horror vibes mixed with the Goonies style adventure in five friends set off to shoot a short film on a forbidden rock near their home the summer before they all go their separate ways. But that's not really what they're there for. One of them has lied and that lie will change their life. Is that Starscream on the third print? Um, No, that's that one big dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big guy. I can't remember his name, though. Okay. And so we get the third printing of Void Rivals 1, the second printing of Void Rivals Rivals 2, and issue 3 on the same day. Yeah. Gosh, that's so good. Sorry, I'm looking at covers. I'm not paying any attention or doing anything else. My apologies. I'm caught up in it. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Layla Starr, many deaths of Layla Starr from Boom, gets a pen and ink. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Um, there's a Rare Flavors tasting menu from Rom V. We talked about this a little while ago. Oh, yeah. It's an ash can with a strictly limited first printing, never to be printed again. <laughs> and, and boom, well, I believe. They're not giving us the number, though. <laughs> How can it be limited, but they're not telling I us I think the limited to pre-orders, maybe. Okay, okay. Pre-orders plus damages. Then well, that's what I think in my head. Drew, you're are you in for the new Alpha Flight from Marvel? Another thing about this previews world site is well, why is DC still in here? DC's been gone. They still have the DC header. They like they haven't l- removed that header. Like, I mean, it would take oh, delete one line of code uh, <laughs> or log into your CMS and just take that piece out um it really wouldn't be that hard unless i mean i don't know i don't they're still using like dreamweaver uh, uploading to their ftp html to their ftp site what are they doing over here get that out you feeling better now no i'm gonna probably circle back around to it a lot until i get it all out of my system it it might be like a five week so (laughs) (laughs) ghost rider 17 the bjorn barons variant is phenomenal it will be under-ordered, and you are going to want it. Well, Alpha Flight back. That's kind of cool. Ed Brisson doing Alpha Flight? That's that's mm-hmm. nice. That'll be fun. Who was doing the 
Bjorn Barons, which was Bjorn Barons. That was the Ghost uh, Rider. Yes. Yeah, that's great. That's a great cover. Didn't you pick that as a FOC? Yep. What did you talk about? Yes, it, one of the two. The battle to save Spider-Verse may be over, but spinning out of the restored web of life and destiny returns. The spectacular Spider-Boy, Peter Parker's stupendous sidekick. Wait, that can't be right. Who is this Spider-Boy and what is connect, his connection to the amazing Spider-Man? That would be Spider-Man 11. What if Moon Knight number one gets... What if Dark... I'm sorry, what if Dark Moon Knight gets... Uh, number one gets three covers. So, so I mean, like on the shelves, there will be three concurrent. Maybe there could be four Moon Knights on the shelves because there could be that. Yeah, yeah. What a world, Drew. What a world. What a world. I'm so excited. Um, so for Star Wars Dark Droids number one, we have a second print. And I'm like, that's a really nice cover. But then I see it's art, not final. So I don't know if it's a really nice cover. <laughs> so it might not really. It, it not, might it be not. a really nice cover. It might not. <laughs> How can they do that to you? Yeah. Continuing the uh, Disney villains, we have Hades, number one. I don't know who that is. Drew, I was going to say, what film is Hades from? Oh, no. Oh, that Hercules. Is. Oh, okay. Blade in the Dark, number one, is a remastered edition from Scout. Bloody Parts, number one, is uh, from American Mythology. Mm-hmm. I've said it before. I'm going to circle back just again because it is something that I'm quite into. Dying Light graphic novel from Dynamite. 20 bucks. Fred Van Lente. Um, set right before the start of the second cool. game, 15 years following the events of the first Italian Light. Um, check it out. Sounds like a game I need to play one of these days. It is a blast. Play the first one, play the second one. Dark Spaces Hollywood Special. Um, this is a Scott Snyder Presents Dark Spaces. So this might be something from his imprint on Comicsology, maybe? Mm-hmm. I think that's where that came from. Yeah, There's a lot of covers there. Yeah, it's not really Scott Snyder. Somebody else is writing, but I think he's like executive producing or something. <laughs> from IDW, we have Godzilla: War for Humanity, number one. Godzilla saved us that day. Nice. So we got a little bit of a upside down world from Godzilla. Oz Kingdom of the Lost, number one, from Zenoscope. And how is there still a San Diego Comic-Con Swan Songs available? They didn't sell, so they shipped them to us shipped here. Them to, yeah, shipped them to Diamond. distribute. Yeah, well, I don't know. Because since they're down in this slot, they're probably a wholesale purchase. Yeah. From IDW of TMNT Splintered Fate number one. When Splinter is kidnapped, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles search for a clues across New York City to try to find their master. With all signs pointing to the nefarious Foot Clan, April and Metalhead analyze artifacts recovered by the brothers to help Zero and where Splinter is being held. However, as the gang sets even closer to Splinter's location, they start to uncover an even greater threat working from the shadows. This is a very interesting art style on the yeah. And we are not get. Oh, Kevin, 
Yeah, we're not giving Kevin Eastman stuff on these. Very nice. That's pretty much all I see. <laughs> all right, Drew. This is the point of the podcast where I ask for your sneak peek at next week. Pick of the week, Drew. What is the book that's going to have a... I am blanking. <laughs> Did I already pick The Call as an FOC? I do not believe so. I cannot remember if I picked the call already. I think, okay, who was it? It's Kelly Thompson. I, I know I've thought about it. So do I do call? It is Kelly Thompson and Mattia De Luis. Do I give Moon Knight some more love? I know I, no, I know I, okay, I picked Erica Schultz doing the, the what if Moon Knight. I'm pretty sure. And then I was thinking about the Alpha Flight with Ed Brisson. Do I want Alpha Flight or do I want the call? Man. Uh, uh, I'm going to go Ed Brisson and Alpha Flight. Damn. It was hard. <laughs> Is that your final decision? I guess. I am going to just for fun go with the madness number one from artist writers and artisans. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. And I'm going with the punk rock homage cover C. Very cool. Very cool. But very, very exciting. And what else is exciting is Drew and myself as we continue to plunge along through the comic book world. There's a lot of extra and fun stuff you guys can find if you head on over to Patreon.com, find comics for fun and profit, be part of the thing. Hopefully we can get to see something like Blue Beetle here soon, give an extra nice little review on that, have a few arguments about that. We put those <laughs> on Patreon ahead of time for our patrons um, before we release them into the wild. So if you want to be first on the block for that, head on over to our Patreon, throw us a couple bucks. We will love you forever. For Drew and for myself, see you. In a world ravaged by war and chaos, a group of survivors must band together to brave the dangers of a post-apocalyptic landscape. The year is 2000, and the world has been plunged into darkness. The nuclear fires have burned out, leaving behind a wasteland of ruins and radiation. But amidst the rubble and despair, a glimmer of hope still remains. Join Dork Day Afternoon as they face off against marauding gangs, enemy soldiers, and even the harsh elements themselves in the world of Twilight 2000. Will our heroes survive the challenges ahead? Can they keep their own humanity intact? Or will they succumb to the harsh realities of life after the end of the world? Two Past Midnight, an actual play podcast by Dork Day Afternoon.